I'm a huge Assassin's Creed fan. I own all the games and I've played almost all of them to completion with the exception of Unity. Furthermore, I've played Three Liberations and even the mobile game for a while. I also have an interest in Greek mythology, so it pains me to say this, but Assassin's Creed Odyssey is painfully repetitive, lifeless, and to be honest, boring. First and foremost, the length of the story is a whopping 50 hours long, and I personally put 100 hours into the game. This is way too long. The main story is mainly filler with an extra 20 hours than it should have been. It often feels monotonous and slow. It's not that large campaigns are always boring. For instance, released that very same month as Red Dead Redemption 2, which is about 40 to 50 hours long and is one of the best games I've ever played. So what went wrong? The story feels impersonal because for the most of the campaign, it's forced to remain neutral to the choices you make and the protagonists you choose of which there are two, Alexios and Cassandra. It's the same story no matter which you choose, a missed opportunity in my opinion. It was fun to play as a Templar in AC Rogue and could have added a villainous perspective that is often discounted in the series as a whole. Characters come and go often. On a few occasions, I even forgot who a character was and had to research on fandom to figure out who the heck they were and why they're important. Speaking of importance, there's a lack of historically important characters. Seeing these historical figures from my textbook brought to life was always one of my favorite parts of the series, so to see it shoved to the side is extremely disappointing. Dialogue is often boring to the point I began skipping through much of it, something I rarely do in games. With a few exceptions being the innuendo-filled conversations with Alcibiades, philosophical and introspective arguments with Socrates, and the easygoing nature of Brasades. I play as Cassandra because I couldn't stand the voice of Alexios' voice actor, but that's more personal preference than a critique. What is a critique is that the dialogue is at times choppy and forced. Furthermore, I'm constantly seeing praise for the story, but I honestly can't see why. It's very predictable, slow, and cliché. I get that it's supposed to be like an old Greek odyssey from the likes of Homer or Demosthenes, of whom laid the bedrock for Western literature, but this isn't even in the ballpark of matching a Jason and the Argonauts or an Iliad. This isn't to say that there's nothing of value in the story. There are moments of tension, awe, and discovery, but those are buried in the hours upon hours of subpar storytelling. For a game that advertises choice, there's very few truly game-changing decisions in the game. But with no marking, unless you're looking at a guide, it can be hard to determine which choices are actually worth considering. These include whether you kill Nikolaus in Chapter 2, what you tell your mother you plan to do with Deimos in certain missions throughout the game, whether you kill Stentor, which is directly tied to whether you killed Nikolaus in Chapter 2, so count that with an asterisk, and your conversations with Deimos in your fight in Athenian prison. A small handful of choices, if you can even call them that, in a 50-hour game? The game is summed up by the second decision you make on what horse you want. Despite it telling you it makes a difference, no matter what you choose, it's basically the exact same. The story is pretty basic, and if you know anything about the history and politics of Greece during the Peloponnesian War, then you'll know the identity of the sage with only the second and eighth clue. As for the war, territories are constantly changing hands and battles are constantly being waged. But just like everything else in this game, it means nothing. With the exception of a little bit of extra loot and a single cultist clue for fighting for Athens and Achaia, participating in any quickly becomes laughably pointless. The battles are easy on normal difficulty, I never lost a single one, and contain the same basic task of killing a few guys until you find the commander, kill him, then repeat four to five times and you win. It doesn't change the story, reactions between characters, and Athens and Sparta can't be taken by the opposing faction, despite it being a part of a multitude of side missions. When I was watching presentations at E3, I got excited, thinking I was going to be forced to choose between Sparta, who historically won the Peloponnesian War, and Athens, and that my choice determined who won or lost in the end, with good and bad endings for both decisions. But now I know this is not the case and was left painfully underwhelmed. Imagine fighting for Athens, and then when Sparta catches on to your allegiance begins to attack your ship on sight. 
restrict your access in Spartan territories through the bounty system, although I should add that the bounty system itself can be extremely annoying when doing missions and traveling throughout the Greek world, and Sparta allied characters will oppose you in conversations. Well, at least there's the Greek landscapes. Despite some small changes in land formation, there is a little geographical variety in the Greek world. Some rocky mountains here, waterfall there, various caves, it's all underwhelming. Going into a cave to collect pointless scraps of loot quickly becomes a chore I avoided like the plague. Furthermore, with the exception of three or four other locations, traveling between the city-states might as well be traveling to Athens or Sparta. Despite city-states being historically independent nations, you will see no more than three other flags. If you do see an odd flag, it's probably pirates who become more annoying than the mercenaries when traveling across the otherwise lifeless Mediterranean. Although seeing the occasional shark, whale, or dolphin was amazing, albeit infrequent. Sharks in the game are used almost exclusively in underwater sections during missions to add difficulty and are rare to encounter elsewhere. This sharply contrasts with the varied landscapes and architecture of ancient Egypt and Assassin's Creed origins. Going from Roman to Greek to Egyptian scenery and the large deserts to vegetated lakes and rivers, I must note that the game is beautiful and the viewpoints offer some amazing screenshots to add to your PS4, Xbox One, or PC camera roll. By the way, there are 95 viewpoints. 95! The game is big, but that's obsessive, and you have to find many of them by walking near them. So good luck finding them all. I got to 88 or 89, but I may have missed a tally here or there. Story and visuals are important, but ask any gamer and they'll tell you that gameplay and mission structure is the most important part of any game. So how is it in Odyssey? It is the best way to describe it. Throughout the game, you will constantly be doing the same mission types over and over and over again, which has long been a criticism of the series. But with this extensive campaign, it becomes a huge problem. The biggest defenders are the side missions, creating opportunity and ambition. Most other missions have you killing a person or enemy camp, collecting items, and the dreaded escort missions or a combination of the three, all of which have been overdone in RPGs and other games, so it really feels like there's a lack of effort here, especially when the story is so weak and predictable. It quickly becomes dry and chore-like for me. Combat ranges from stupid easy to frustratingly hard, the latter of which mainly happens when mercenaries show up looking for a bounty. The couple of mythical enemies in the game like the Cyclopses and Medusa, the Eurythermanian Boar, which offers quite the challenge. In addition, the gameplay itself favors more aggressive and bold attacks, just barely steering away from button mashing. Shields are just gone, being added as recently as Origins, although featured quite heavily by enemies. Alexios and Cassandra can't use one themselves, which is odd and takes away potential playstyle from the game. Combat is varied. Sometimes it's exhilarating, intense, and close, in part due to the more aggressive approach the game takes. Origins took a more ranged stealth approach to combat and emphasized shield parries, but other times it's very basic rinse and repeat. Some attacks are overpowered, literally that's their name, and come into common use. Too common if you ask me, as I've taken out six enemies at once with the bow attack, so the fantasy elements have been taken to the extreme. Others like the Hidden Blade are almost useless without an adrenaline bar, making the stealth approach difficult, almost punished in the game, which I can't say I'm a fan of and throws the whole idea of you being an assassin in, you know, Assassin's Creed out the window. If it were a spin-off, I wouldn't care, but this is an issue for a mainline game in the series. I previously mentioned that the game used more fantasy elements. One of these is the fact that falling damage is almost non-existent in the game, especially if you unlock the roll ability, which breaks immersion and looks silly. Your horse always comes back no matter how high you fall from after a minute or two, which makes traveling across the Rocky Mountains of Greece easier. It's obviously unrealistic, though. Another feature is the mercenary ladder, which is pointless except to kill the cultist who is at the top of the tower. Once you kill him, you'll get a new skin for your horse, 
While it looks cool, it doesn't make your horse any faster, so it's kind of a half-baked award for chasing down all those mercenaries. After you kill him, you don't even get to be top dog as the tier list then expands, so there's even more mercenaries higher than you. Again. Leveling up is pointless as enemies get stronger. This means that no matter how much you grind, you'll never feel as if you got any better than when you first picked up the controller. There's no leveling up in preparation for a particularly difficult mission or going back to an old section with only low-level enemies because they're all the same level as you. For some, this may keep the challenge in all locations throughout the game, but for me, this makes me feel as if I'm constantly stuck at the same skill level throughout the game. I've been ripping into this game, but the world is huge and beautiful, and there are moments in the game that are really enjoyable and fun, where you get lost in the world. Sadly, for many of the reasons above, the game is dragged down by these faults and doesn't reach the same level of Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag or the Ezio Trilogy. There are times when the game is amazing, exciting, interesting, and even challenging at times, but with all the filler needed to reach these moments, the game is left feeling underwhelming. This is my review for the base game, which, although amazing at times, it is a chore to grind through. But then the DLC for Elysium Fields came out for free on the PS Store, and oh my god, this is horrible. I didn't even finish it, it's so bad. Traveling throughout the world is insanely difficult, sometimes taking, I kid you not, 30 minutes to reach the next mission less than half the map away with fast travels. This is due to the floating, mountainous terrain that is impossible to navigate and enemies that are far more difficult than in the base game. From what I played, the story is boring and gameplay is frustrating. If I would have paid $10 for it, I would be demanding a refund. Overall, with a score of 5 being a painfully average game, I give the base game a 6 out of 10 and the Elysium Fields DLC a 3 out of 10. To be fully honest, I was excited to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey and will be hesitant to buy the next game in the series. I also don't understand the mass acclaim the game has been getting unless they just plow through everything without doing any of the side quests or activities which are almost solely filler. If you want this game, I'd wait for a sale as I can't recommend paying full price for something that feels as if everything in it has been done before and better by other RPGs. As for my fellow Assassin's Creed fans, I think the ship may be sinking, with Origins only temporarily clogging it. As Ubisoft continues to release by-the-numbers games with little innovation or defining characteristics. Furthermore, with most of the characters in the series, fans, including myself, loved and grew attached to, and both the modern day and historical lines being sloppily written out and replaced to the point it feels as if they could be in a completely different series, I no longer see the value of buying games every year or two, and perhaps I won't.